This show is brought to you by the Deluxe Edition Network. Head over to the den.show for other great podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Deluxe Edition. I'm Bill Sebald here with Casey Shearer. Casey, how are you, sir? Good, Bill. How are you, buddy? Doing good, doing good. This is so this is one of your shows. You you've taken the reins on this show. The topic today is what, Casey? Well, uh, it's a multi-topic show. Since uh, multi-topic, yeah, show. we we've been uh, we've been at this now a while. Where uh, we've been getting a lot of comments on YouTube, and people have been commenting that they enjoy just us shooting the shit and talking about our lives, which we were afraid when we first started this. We were very afraid to do that we were like we need a topic people don't they don't want to know us they want to hear the the guests and what the guests have to say well it's turned around bill people people like us i'm gonna have to, all right yeah i was the big one who was going we need a theme you can't just go out there and talk about anything we're not joey diaz we're not mike tyson we, we nobody knows us so nobody's gonna fucking sit and hear about our day so yeah you're right i said let's do a podcast around a show. Casey and I like different shows. Casey's really into the free forum conversations. I'm more into like Howard Stern, even though it's not a podcast, but like a more, um, you know, defined kind of produced show. And they're both fine. It's just different styles. So the, the one thing when we were talking about putting this thing together, it's like, let's do a theme. Let's do something we both dig and we'll let our personality sort of shine through. But yeah, but I'm, if, if you're going to tell me now that, it has changed to where people actually want to give a shit about me and my daily bread. Trust me, there's nothing going on. The only thing I bring to the table is a stupid memory of 80s pop culture references. That's uh, I got to hear some of these comments, man. I'm trying to find them. It's hard to find on our channel. Like it's I said, Casey doesn't like well-prepared, you know, produce shows. He likes to just lose the comments right away on air. With the magic of editing. (laughs) So one comment here we got on the Multiverse of Madness show from Quantum of Bond 007. Great show, Casey and Bill. Two dudes just chilling and talking about pop culture. No real straightforward topic, and I love it. And hanging out with Mark Singer, awesome. I've got a childhood story about the Beastmaster and V that I'll share in the group. I've been meaning to check out the old man, but you, but like you guys said, there's only so much time in a day, and there's way too much content out there. You can't watch everything. Two shows that I'm currently watching are Animal Kingdom on TNT. The earlier seasons are available on Prime. It's currently airing its final season, and Pennyworth on HBO Max. Uh, there's two seasons, and supposedly they're doing a third and final season. If you haven't seen those and find the time, ha, 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 check them out. Listen, if you're going to send comments and you make them long, Casey will read every <laughs> syllable. And we love when Casey reads. There is just something so soothing in your voice as you read. <laughs> Not you don't going up and down with your voice. Nothing like that. You just go. You just go for the words. Yeah. Fuck any musical quality to your voice. I'm, I'm only ball. You're fine, <laughs> dude. 
<laughs> one of my best friends, we might have talked about this on the podcast before. One of my best friends uh, in high school, Kelly Murphy, uh, rest in peace. He used to always bust my ass when we would get up in front of the class to do any type of like uh, speaking. I hated it. I hated getting in front of the class. It was just not something that I liked to do. And I'll never forget. I we had to do a project on like our favorite things or like hobbies as a kid. And I used to build models like car model cars. And I really liked Mustangs. (laughs) And I'll never forget. I picked up a car like this and I and for the rest of high school Kelly this is a Mustang <laughs> he's like you're monotone you only speak monotone and like as I picked it up a tire fell off of the car <laughs> like <it> was- <laughs> <laughs> you I mean you are a little monotone it's just like some human beings are but you know what's funny it's like I've even noticed because uh we never talk about our old episodes nobody ever go back to the old episodes but <laughs> I remember our old episodes and we were very different. I was definitely more monotone too, but you know, you've, you've definitely shaken most of the monotone, but it comes back when you read and I love it. I love it. I love it. What was his name? Quantum of solace bond. Quantum bond. O- 007. Yeah. What was the, the, actually the, uh, I think it's, it's Jason summit on uh his, he's in our Facebook group and definitely go join our Facebook group and, uh, Check out his comment. He's got a great story about uh, one, wanting to be Mark Singer when he was a child. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. So it's our Facebook group. You left it on. All right. I got to get over there and read it. I'm not much of yeah. a social media guy. Luckily, I have you. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even know if anybody ever left a comment if it wasn't for you sending them to be once in a blue room. <laughs> yeah. Bill's like, nobody ever comments on the YouTube channel. I'm like, dude, we get comments all the time. Yeah. Well. I, I guess right. the notifications are only going to you. <laughs> That's why I said that. I'm like, I never get a notification. Right. Oh. And uh, here's another one from our buddy, Mike Zellner. He's a host of Take on the World. He's a part of the network. Great show. I love catching up. And Puppet Master is one of my favorites. We had talked about the Puppet Master series. I did. I received my collection, my my DVD pack of Puppet Master. Yeah. I haven't watched them yet, but uh, I did uh, did receive it. And then we got you ever before we move on. If you ever come back to town, we should just have a marathon watch those puppet masters because I have a weird memory of them. The first one was like serious and scary, and then it got silly. I think right. I don't know. I haven't seen them. Oh, because Full Moon Productions is really campy and silly now. But I remember it being scary. So right. now I'm curious. Like there couldn't have been a different puppet master movie that was serious and then a puppet master series that was series that was weird no. there have been no it had to be the same one so. it just probably transitioned to weird or this is a completely false memory and i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about yeah i don't know that would be seen i think it might be the second one i don't i think that a lot of times you say things that you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about yeah which is it's we're gonna get into that in the very near future uh, oh, good. two more Two more uh, comments on our franchise episode. Great show, as always. Casey Shearer, Expendables 4 is on the way, and then we can officially label it a franchise. You said Expendables 4 is on the way? They're making that? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, Jason Jason Summit uh, once again. And uh, he said that then we can officially label it as a franchise, and then it gets the stamp. Stamp. 
Yeah. All right. Hold on a second. How will the Schwarzenegger uh, Stallone have to be to keep on ma- like to stop making these? He needs three franchises. He needs three franchises. Yeah. Stop or my yeah. mom will shoot. That I guess that didn't. Yeah. Hmm. He's got Rocky. He's got Rambo. He needs three. Why does he need three? Why? Why can't he uh, have two? Then, it, then he'll have a trilogy of franchises. Oh my God! What's a, what's four? <laughs> what's four franchises? A franchise no. of franchises by using the uh, logic we used in the last episode. <laughs> and then uh, one more comment on our uh, last episode. Uh, my friend Shane Rowe has just recently started listening to our show, and he's okay. uh, he's really diving into these. Casey, did you know that you that when you sip your beverage, you lift your pinky like a six-year-old girl at a tea party? Yes, I do know that, Shane. Thank you very much. Yeah. No shame in his game. I don't have a, a drink, but that is how. it's, I, Dude, I'm all class. Yeah, he's fancy. You know, my, my best move is I like to go to bars and just put my hand out like a Lego guy, like a little, you know, like that. Evident, like, not evidently, eventually, somebody will put a drink in there. It happens almost every time. Just try one day. Just walk around like an idiot with your hand out like a Lego guy and at a party and somebody will put a drink in it. I could see that happening. That's a tip. Pro tip. <laughs> From an ex drunk. <laughs> I like your, keep your pinky out. It's good when you have a drink. You're fun when you drink. Yeah. Oh, Shane, maybe you haven't, uh, maybe you haven't heard about this one since you're new to the show. Um, speaking of fingers, my trigger finger is working. That's, that's just for you, Shane. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're uh, listening, he gave the shocker. (laughs) (laughs) You want to see what he really gave. You got to watch the YouTube video. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What else? What else, Bill? So getting into things that you say that you know nothing about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So my my this favorite weekend, topic. This weekend. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend coming up, July 31st, actually will be uh, when this releases, will be going on right now. So pause the show and then go watch Ric Flair's last match. And then come back, watch this, and then watch me shit all over Bill for not knowing anything. About Ric Flair? No, no, no. So I text you, and I'm going to put the video, I'll put the video little clip over this for our uh, YouTube viewers. I text you a clip that TMZ posted of Ric Flair's last match. Okay. Uh, It's a 20-minute long thing i'm not going to post the whole thing on here obviously i'll post the clip that i wanted you to see um but it's i sent you the video and you said stop trying to bring back something that's dead (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah 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 i'm sitting there going what clip i don't remember a rick flair clip right so uh yeah yeah so when i'm too busy i just give you a flippant response and then you give me one back. Yeah. Well, that's all that was, just ball busting. But I see where we're going here. All, all right. right. All right. Continue. Continue. So I tried to give you some numbers back. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I have I have some of those numbers here. So for the last three weeks, AEW, the company that I like, 
They have been number one on Wednesday night in the 18 to 49 demographic on cable. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, Monday Night Raw, which I don't watch. It's a WWE product, which I actually might start watching again. We'll get into that soon. But uh, they have been number one, number two, and number three on cable the last several weeks. They have the number one, two, and three slots because they're a three-hour-long show. Now, you say that this can't be possible because nobody watches cable. Mm -hmm. I would like everybody out there in the listening audience to look to the person on their left to ask them if they listen to watch wrestling. Okay? Respond back somehow through, through all this commenting how many people said yes. And then I also want you to ask how many people are still actually using cable? Who fucking has cable anymore? It's 2022. Number one on cable are people that aren't smart enough to get off cable. They probably are the the perfect wrestling dynamic or uh, demographic. Oh, sick burn. (laughs) All right. I know what we're doing. We're playing. I I really was faking most of what I was saying and just get you heated up. But it, you really have me kind of puzzled how it is number one because I don't see it. I don't hear it. I don't see sh- T-shirts of people wearing like the, the 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 big wrestling thing to me seems like it's over because the period of high rise of Hulk Hogan and all that. And then that sort of dying down, I guess, for me, was wrestling. And of course, there's always, you know, Mario Speedwagon is still playing shows around town, but their day is over. But it's OK to like Mario Speedwagon. I feel like that is the wrestling fans now. They're they're into something that's kind of going away. And I guess you're telling me I'm 100% wrong. Yeah, I I feel that. I mean, I didn't know really anything about wrestling between 2002-ish, 2001, 2002-ish until three years ago, 2017, when AEW started or around there, 2017, 18, when AEW started, when I, I really dove deep into it again and you know watching a lot of the product that AEW puts out they have three shows uh or two shows on cable one on TNT one on TBS and then two YouTube shows and they're working with other companies that has never been done before WCW did it back in the 80s they worked with uh, I think All Japan Wrestling or New Japan Wrestling now Tony Khan is doing that again with AEW where he's working with uh, New Japan Wrestling, ROH. He actually bought ROH Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, a lot of independent wrestlers. And it's just really, really growing again. And the the product itself is just, you know, unbelievable. Like the shit that they're doing now is just incredible. And you say about the the cable, you don't know anybody watching cable. Well, we did cut our cable ties. Like, I don't watch it on cable. It's on TNT and TBS, but I have Hulu. I watch it streaming on Hulu. Like, I record it through the their live. I have the whatever the, the platform is that you can get through Hulu, you know, their cable yeah, sure. Who's a stopgap from you cutting the cord, goddammit? Just cut the damn cord and get rid of TBS, TNT. Anything that starts with a T, cut it. Anything that starts with a C, an A, or an N, just cut it. We're done with those <laughs> things. Streaming is where it's at. The best content is on streaming, by far. 
I am streaming. I am streaming. Yeah, but when you're talking about that stuff, that's 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 network stuff. That's that's not streaming content originally. That's being passed over. Well, I kind of do believe that. I watch a lot of the uh, commercials for the shows that come out on like ABC, NBC, and CBS. If I like, I don't watch a lot of them, but when I see them, I'm always like, yeah, my mom would like this stuff. But that's about it. So I get this feeling that they're making these shows now just for the older demographic. That's like, we'll stick with the NBC till till you die. Or if right. I die. That's really the when I'm busting your balls on that. That's the joke there. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I honestly, the only reason I have that particular service through Hulu is to watch wrestling, is to yeah. watch TN, is to watch TNT and TBS every Wednesday and, and Friday night. Yeah. So what are they doing differently than? I mean, I've already seen. Uh, who's that guy? The uh, the guy who pretended he was dead. Zombie guy. Grave the Undertaker? Too. Yeah, pick up Mick Foley and throw him down to a point where he should have died. Like, I don't know how you top that. I don't know why you go back to wrestling. You've seen the best. What is better than that? The, well, okay, so I, I stopped watching. We talked about this several times. I stopped watching wrestling when I got into wrestling. When I started wrestling, I stopped watching wrestling. And I, I felt that the WWE product just... You know, we talked about this last week, how they they hire story storyline writers or writers who aren't a fan of the product, you know, and now in AEW, they give it back. They gave it back to the wrestlers. So it's it's storylines that are created by the wrestlers themselves that, you know, that like the product there. Let's pause there because you did mention that last week. What storyline is is new? Like what is what is drawing people in storyline wise now? All right, so right now uh, there's been a, a, a re- really long ongoing feud between – you've heard of Chris Jericho? Yeah, I know who he is, yeah. He's been in a feud with a guy named Eddie Kingston, and yeah. they both have like their own crews, like their own factions, they call them. And it's been – like sometimes – you know, things that are going on in WWE, from what I've heard, they only last, you know, a week or two, and then they 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 bail on it. This has been going on for six months where they just keep building this feud. Like, you think it's going to end, and then it doesn't. Like, they just keep going on and on. And uh, they, they build that then for, like, the main pay-per-view of the year. You know, Full Gear is probably their, their biggest pay-per-view of the year. And then they'll build – and then that, that – storyline will end there at the main pay-per-view and then they'll you know start like somebody will come in and do something to one of the the guys that was in that match and then a new storyline will start between those guys for the next pay-per-view mm-hmm. yep so it's like the marvel cinematic universe every show sets up another show yep yep and and chris jericho man he's he's 50 maybe 51 fucking incredible just keeps changing his like persona it's still chris jericho but right now he's been gone going around and calling himself the wizard and actually like throwing fireballs in people's faces <laughs> like wow. when when guys are like you know they have their opponents tied up and shit he i'm the wizard and he'll throw a fireball out <laughs> shit's fucking awesome dude that's kind of cool see now if you're bringing fireballs into wrestling that's a reason to come back to it <laughs> My biggest problem is the the storylines were fun and, you know, but I, I kind of just moved on from them. You know, it's, how silly can you be over and over and over? You seem to say more silly. I love it. But I, I found the storylines just got a little old. Once I found out it was fake, 
I couldn't come back. I moved on to MMA. I was like, now this is probably, you know, this is where it goes from here. But MMA never got characters and did that kind of thing. So if wrestling, professional wrestling started to get even more like we don't know the outcome, but we're still story driven somehow, like maybe how reality TV is sometimes fake and sometimes not. Right. Sometimes the shit that happens was inspired by the producers. Sometimes it happens organically. So if wrestling could go that way, where sometimes it's like a, a fight you see is real, then I'd be watching every day. But when I know it's all scripted, I, just with the other kinds of entertainment out there, I just I have no interest. There's a lot more physical stuff out the MMA and all the other things that are coming out with MMA that, you know, are a little bit more sporty to me. And I would rather watch real competition, I think. So I beat you up on that and all. But it's just it's just something to pick on you about. I, I get it. If you said it, you were a NASCAR fan. Uh, now, yeah. I'd have a lot of ammunition to go after you there. But nah, nah. Uh, but I am impressed to hear that they, even though I'm shitting on anybody who watches cable and all that, which is so stupid of me. But, you know, even though I don't hear anybody talking about it, you're saying they're number one. Like, you can't refute that. I mean, that means right. a lot of people are into it. So yeah. I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding around. <laughs> <laughs> no it's all good but uh yeah definitely um fucking rick flair man 70 74 73 or 74 tonight july 31st he's wrestling in a match with his son-in-law andrade el idolo versus jeff jarrett and jay lethal a guy that's been helping rick flair train for this last match yeah and the dude, if you haven't watched that the video that I sent you yet, watch it. I, I'm gonna post. I'm gonna play it in this. Uh, Ric Flair is 74 years old, and he is still blading, or he bladed in the parking lot of this interview. And if you don't know what blading is, that's when they take a razor blade and they cut their forehead to make them bleed. So any bleed blood blood on television that you see in wrestling. It either happened the hard way, which means that they got hit the hard way and opened, got opened up or hit a pole or something, or they took the tip of a razor blade and cut their forehead. And they've been doing it that way since the beginning of wrestling. And Ric Flair, at the age of 73 or 74, still did that and will be doing that today during his match as fucking dude he was bleeding like a stuffed pig in the parking lot <laughs> <laughs> oh, no he's gonna bleed to death <laughs> oh shit i'm getting older my blood is thinner i didn't think of this yeah yeah you're gonna die out there buddy you're gonna die wow <laughs> let's hope not wow what if he does i mean that's how you go out hell yeah yeah half but you know it's like i, I sometimes think about these musicians who die and everyone's like oh they're they're Really missed him. Like if they were still alive, you wouldn't be thinking about them. Like I, who knows if Nirvana would have been, you know, the 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 thing they are now if they were still around, right? I remember going to see him, and the audiences were starting to come a little less, you know. Right. So I, I don't know. Sometimes it's like when you die, it's the best career move ever. Kill yourself on stage wrestling as a seventy four year old because you bled too much. That's the greatest story ever. Damn. I'm not rooting for the man's death, but I'm rooting for a great story. Oh, it's so gonna I, I be. Out. It's gonna be a good story. I can tell you that. I mean, what, what what's really going behind the scenes there? You know, the dude must need money. There's no way he would do this without the the need for money. I don't know. They're saying like I watched. There's a, there's a docu series that you can watch on uh, Fight TV. F I T E TV, and they're saying that it's not for the money. He just wants to do it. He never had like the the real 
like a real send off the way that he wanted to go out. Mm, okay. I can think of some other ways, but you know, like didn't this, didn't Rocky do this? Didn't he go out and like, one more fight, Adrian. Right. And then one more fight, and then he had brain damage. Like, wasn't that the plot line? Or something? I can't really remember how it went, but that's a crazy move. Well, if, uh, move. if I mean, if it goes the way that you're saying, it's fake. So what does it matter? Well, if it's going the way you're saying, the guy's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. We'll talk right. about it next week because I'm, I'm, right. I'm going to be watching it as soon as we're uh, finished here. Well, I'm not, what, I'm not, what, what, we're not lying to people. I'm in Texas right now. It's, Fucking Tuesday. <laughs> I like I used to play that game a lot. You're like, yeah, it, like pretending that we put this thing out on time. And you're like, yeah, so it's Tuesday now. I'm like, that, that's if we put this out on time. But <laughs> I just give up that game. That ain't going to work anymore. People that realize we are not consistent. Yeah. We're trying to be. We're trying to be. That's why I'm in Texas right now recording a podcast on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, I've been traveling too, so I got to carry my shit too. You know what? I even though we were going, we were talking about I'm like carry your content thing. You're like, I don't have room for this. Meanwhile, I'm saying I don't have room for it either. Like as I travel around, like I had this bag and I barely had any room, and I had the Yeti in it, the bikes that we use, and it made it so much like bulkier. I couldn't get the zipper up, and I was like, I'm not going to tell Casey I hate carrying this thing too. <laughs> yeah, and then I got to travel through airports, and they're like, but pulling my bag aside and I'm like thinking they're going to find the weed in my bag and they're like what's this giant fucking brick of a fucking what is this thing oh that's really a microphone great. I'm on a yeah. podcast I mean how do they look at it and not know it's a microphone I don't know they used to like the other one that I had the one that I used to plug the microphones in they they thought several times they thought that was a uh, a taser because it has really? the microphones on it that goes like that yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Your little portable one. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a taser. Shit. These are, this is the security at the airport. It really doesn't <laughs> know what a taser looks like. A couple times security has pulled my bag out when I, when I used to do the designs of the roofs, they yeah. pulled my bag out and they didn't know what the 300 foot tape measure was. <laughs> yeah. He was just staring at the thing, shaking it, poking at it. <laughs> What does it do? What's the purpose? Yeah, I got pulled out of line once because somebody was like, we didn't we didn't recognize your computer. I said, what do you mean? And they said, we have schematics and it didn't come up as one. I said, it's a brand new computer or maybe your schematics aren't caught up. And I said, yeah, that's what we think too. So go on. <laughs> All right, let me just take my bomb shaped as a computer and get on that plane. Thanks, guys. Here's a funny story. Yesterday, so I got my rental car yesterday in uh, San Antonio and I was leaving and Handed the girl my driver's license on the way out. Are, is your are you from Pennsylvania? Yeah. Oh, because I have a Florida driver's license now. Uh, was your driver's license number in Pennsylvania two seven five four seven six? I'm like, do you know your driver's license number? Yeah, that's strange. Because I've lived in Florida for a year now. And I don't remember or ever knew my Pennsylvania driver's license number. I don't even know my phone number. <laughs> what was that all about? So why? Did, how did she know that? I guess because that was the card that I have registered with Hertz. I mm-hmm. never like switched it over to my Florida license. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. I've been, this is 
what I've been doing, and nobody has ever asked me that before. She's like, well, I just want to make sure that it's you know that it's you. Oh, I got a, I got a, a a story about car rentals too. Why not? I'm going to give my story right after yours. We were, when we were out doing our trips, I went to one rental place. I don't remember the name of it. And we were supposed to get a car from, was it Alamo or fucking dollar? I don't know. There's a million of them. So we went, it was at Key West. And as soon as you go to get your car, it was in Miami rather. As soon as you go to get your car, every car rental place is there at the Miami airport. So I go to the first one and I go, okay, we rented a car, uh, pay for it with Amex points. So you know, it was paid for. And they're like, yep, yep. Got it. Got it. Just as they were about to give it to me, they pulled the key back and they said, actually, it says here, I'm not allowed to rent to you. I said, what? Why? And he says, it doesn't say. I said, well, get your manager. He's not going to be able to change it. It says, we are not allowed to rent this to you. I was just like, fuck you. I'll go somewhere else. So I walked to the next one. And I'm like, fuck them. I want to rent a car. All right. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them. We don't like them. We're going to rent a car with for you. Okay, okay. Right at the end. Sir, we can't rent you this car. So what the fuck is going on? And I finally go, who owns you? And they say, Enterprise. I say, who owns them? They say, Enterprise. So years and years and years ago, my ex-wife rented a car, drove it through a flood. You know what? It's like, I could make it. Yeah. Well, she thought she could make it, stalled, and the flash flood came. And actually, you know, the thing's fucking underwater. And I'm pretty sure that, like, I remember it being a fight, an insurance fight, and then one day it went away. And I've been able to rent enterprise cars forever. I know I, I paid something out of pocket. I don't remember what. But now the ban is back. <laughs> out of the blue out oh of the blue God. i'm banned i don't even know what to do i don't even want to go fight it because i'm afraid somebody's gonna be like oh shit now we know how to find you you know what i mean like i just don't even want to deal with this problem but yeah man it, how, how do you figure that happened after about 30 years they finally figure out hey this guy we, we can't rent this guy that's bullshit yeah it, it's hard you know these rental companies these airports the shit that you deal with all the all the time like you got to really just marvel at how these things have been able to do business with all the amounts of data that are wrong <laughs> that they're using in their systems. Dude, I saw a lady like I, I, I want to snap often <laughs> at the airport or at the rental car thing, but I always stay calm, cool and collected because that, that like snapping gets you nowhere. You know, I've had to tell people in my family that, that like acting the way you are gets you nowhere. Like they don't want to help someone like you, you know, I, I witnessed someone in the airport, a grown woman the other day, storming, like trucking around the corner, trying to make her and, and just as a flight closed and they would not let her onto the plane. Wow. Yeah. And she took her bag, her luggage, and she whipped it around and uh, 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 started like slamming it on the ground and uh, 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 and was like screaming at the at the lady. And the lady's like, "Yeah, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do." Yeah, yeah. My last flight, my solo flight to LA, I remember sitting there and I was watching this guy go, "What do you mean you don't have a ticket for me? I I bought a ticket." Well, sorry, we overbooked it. Well, who has my ticket? I have my seat number and everything. Who who's got my who who's, who do you say has my seat number? And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, man, in the old days I would have watched this. God damn, I hope I have a seat number and I hope they say me and I get to go fight and get some into some shit. Now I'm like, please don't be me. I don't want any trouble. I don't want. I just want to get on the plane and get home. 
You know, it's like, that was another thought I had the other day. I said, I remember I used to always want to fight for what's right. Now I just want to get away from trouble, get away from drama. You think I'm an asshole? Cool. Cool. I don't want to waste any more time with your thoughts. <laughs> I guess that's maturity. I guess I matured. Like you're great at it too. I love ball busting you and you never snap. And I don't know how you do it because <laughs> I'm pretty good at ball busting. <laughs> but I, it's the weed. Uh, yeah. But no, I mean, you are the calmest motherfucker I've ever met. I don't know how you do it. You never get stressed out no matter all the shit you got going on in your life. That's a gift. Yeah. You there's been, uh, there's real, real quick. One last story before uh, I get into the next topic. Um, one, one time in the, in the airport, uh, can't remember what airport it was, but I was with um, Barbara and her mother and with the status that I have from flying as often as I do, I'm allowed three bags, three checked bags, and they're all allowed to be 70 pounds. Okay. Now, like you flying, I think, I think they're allowed to be 50 pounds, right? Like not you, you might have the status. Uh, you're, you're, no, uh, that sounds right. Yeah. So, and we didn't have first class seats at the time. Like we weren't upgraded yet. We eventually did get upgraded, but we weren't upgraded at this time. But even with my status, I have executive platinum. I'm allowed that. Okay. And the lady at the counter, oh, I'm sorry, sir, your bag's over. You're going to have to take uh, some stuff out. I said, no, I'm allowed uh, 70 pounds. No, sir. That's for people in first class. I said, no, it's for anyone with executive platinum. I fly every, like she must've just thought that I was just a regular person just flying, like going on vacation somewhere. I said, no, I'm allowed 70 pounds. I'm executive platinum. It's, it's for anyone who has executive platinum. Uh, no, sir. Uh, and then she wanted to start getting, uh, you know, nasty with me. And I said, look, I'm not, I'm not going to stand here and argue with you. I know that I'm right. So could you just please go get your manager and then we'll figure this out. And she comes back like five minutes later. Well, we're going to allow it this time. No, if I come back here fucking tomorrow, you're going to allow it because I'm right. And you're fucking wrong. <laughs> and you just well, found out about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you did the right thing. You took it and walked away and said, I dodged a bullet. Now I don't have to be in a bad mood. Right. So many other people would sit there and scream and be like, I wasn't done making my point. Nobody gives right. a shit about your point, especially the woman behind the counter who doesn't even like her job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like, it. no, nope. I get 70. No, sorry. It's nope. 70 for me. Thank you. Please. And thank you. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'm the customer. I know your job better than you. I love it. I got to travel with you. It's probably so much fun. You missed her yeah, first Yesterday, dude, yesterday I had to uh, flight through Charlotte. Out of, leaving out of uh, Jacksonville or Tallahassee, sometimes I have to go through Charlotte. And m- most of my flights through Charlotte are in the Terminal E. And I was on the phone with my buddy Dustin yesterday, and I just walked down into D, uh, w- down into E, went to the bathroom, got a slice of pizza at this place I always get pizza at. And talking to Dustin, I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to get going. My flight's boarding soon. And I look at my phone and my flight was in Terminal D. Like I oh, I was yeah. just like trained to walk to the Terminal E because I'm always going there. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. I gotta go. It wasn't that far away, but. 
Yeah. Well, I, I'm always, for some reason, I'm flying out of Terminal A a lot. And they had the, um, so for my business, I have a, a American Express. You spend enough with American Express, they give you a free lounge. And it's awesome. You go in, you're like, free booze, free food, all good. Sometimes some of these lounges have beds you can sleep in, TVs, everything you want. And when I first started going to them, it was like, yeah, man, fucking American Express at the lounge. Yeah, that is. Now they must give this card to everybody because you walk in, there isn't a spot to fucking sit, let alone stand. Every schlep has it, schlep has it now. And it's like, well, so much for being special. <laughs> now I just basically wait out in the, uh, in the, at the gates with all the other plebs. Right. Go, uh, I could be up there trying to impress them. I could be up there at that lounge. Nobody cares. Yeah. I can't impress anybody with this anymore. No. I have nothing to impress anybody with. My American Express status, having a lounge at the airport was like the only cool thing I had about me. <laughs> you get first class all day long. I, I get a, a lounge that is now too overcrowded that they can't seat me. Yeah. Yeah. I got to fly with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Sometimes. So, uh, yeah. Speaking of traveling, I am in Texas. And I, I did something pretty cool today. I drove, well, I mean, other than driving six hours, I stopped in Bastrop, Texas. I think, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Bastrop or Bastrop, Texas. Uh, do you know what happened there, Bill? No. They filmed. Yeah, not there. What's there? They filmed the Texas Chainsaw Massacre there. Oh, really? wait a minute. So you went to the set? setting of texas yeah. Chainsaw Master, the first I one went, well to the you know the gas station which one the first one or the second uh, one yeah and the first one yeah the gas station that, oh. that they pull up to yeah yeah i went there <laughs> and i'll, I'll there? put pictures up in the in the video if you're watching on youtube it's okay okay like i don't want to deter anybody from going there because it is it is you know it is a part of history you know it is kind of cool me personally, if I had it, I would make it look more like it did in the movie. Yeah. You know, uh, when you go into it, it's like a horror shop. They have horror dolls, the NECA stuff, pins, stickers, you know. Is they, it a working gas station or is it just no, a there's, there's no gas. Oh, really? It's just a little yeah, store. Yeah, so it's a little store. They have, uh, like, a cooler. You can get sodas, and, and uh, I don't know if there's any beer in there, but the, the barbecue, uh, they actually do have barbecue there. And I got I got a brisket sandwich, and, dude, only seven fifty. I, I post a picture of the, of the sandwich. Fucking awesome sandwich. Like, I, I highly recommend their, their brisket sandwich. Well, but, you know, when the meat is made out of humans, it's not that hard to find meat. So, so, so that's the thing. Like, there's a guy outside cooking the meat. I have, I assume he's cooking the meat. He's sitting by the, the smoker with a crutch and a cigarette. And, like, you know, he should be wearing, like, the the white smock with, like, the shit all over it. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. they, they should yeah. make it look a little more like the set, you know, and then they have a picnic area out back where you can, I, I ate out back and I, they have ca- like little small cabins or like, sh- they look like sheds, but I believe that you can, might be able to stay there for certain events that they have. It looks like they had a stage set up also that they might have bands there. I know that like our guests that we had on CJ Graham and I think Tommy McLaughlin, like, and Deborah Voorhees, like they've all done appearances there. Like they have signings 
there occasionally. Yeah. And like I do driving the six hours that I just did through Texas, I thought that it would have been a little more in the middle of nowhere. It's really not. It's just right outside of this little town. It's not yeah. that far. And it's really not that far from Austin. It's like 40 minutes outside of Austin. Oh, I'd like to see. I like stuff like that. I love, I went to the um, graveyard that they filmed up in Pittsburgh where they filmed night of the living dead. And my wife and I walk around with our phone, trying to find the gravestones that yeah, were yeah. Like, iconic when, you know, she would, you know, they're coming to get you. Yeah. <laughs> you see her like hiding behind it. Like we were getting those shots, but a lot of times you see these sets and, and um, like Adam, the woo, the, the YouTuber does a show and he'll show you the, the location of Friday 13th part four. And you're like, I don't see nothing anymore. It's just yeah. gone. Just yep. time took it over. And, and that's a question I always have. And you're look, you're a handyman. You're a roofer. How come I've never lived in a house where the house roof was about to fall down on me? Very rare that that happens, right? How come yeah. every abandoned house, the roof falls down? It, it could be abandoned for 10 years. The roof falls down. Does, yeah. a, does a house say, hey, nobody lives in this. Let's drop the roof. Like, is <laughs> I'm pretty sure houses don't do that intentionally. But why does it always seem like the roof is the first thing to go? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, maybe because uh, it's not being like heated or insulated anymore. It just rots out. I don't know. That's uh, a good yeah. question. There was a. a I'm going to look into that, and I will get back to you on that on the next episode. I got a place for you to go. Go look for it. There's an, uh, an abandoned amusement park up in um, uh, Connecticut. If I can remember the name of it, I'll, I'll tell you, and you, you can pass it on. But it really, it really hasn't been abandoned that long. But everything is rotten. You know, the, the wooden roller coaster is rotten. The, the scary ride with the clown face that looks fun in the 50s now looks like an evil dead rotting thing. Right. And I'm like, it's not that old. Why is everything rotting? It's not like if this thing were still running, everything would have to be remade. So why does something that doesn't get attention just rot? Where yeah. something that does get attention but doesn't get cleaned up very often. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why, like a car. How often are you working on the inside of your car? But your car doesn't rust out like a car that's been sitting in a junkyard for 15 years. Why does a car right. in a junkyard look like fucking hell, but your car that you've had on your driveway for 15 years still looks okay? What yeah. the hell, Casey? I don't know. Hey, that's a, to tie it into pop culture. We are a pop culture show. Uh, I just saw a thing on the internet the other day. I think it's a suit from, and the article that I saw, I think might've been from like 2012. Somebody just was reposting it, but it was from the, the second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah. And I think it was like a Donatello costume that yeah. was selling for $20,000 or something like that. But like completely deteriorated. Like what happened to it? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of that old stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the Michael Myers, the first Michael Myers mask. I, I, I can't remember if they had at least a little fragment of it, but or they just said like, it's just a like nothing fragment now. You couldn't even, I could just have to tell you that it's Michael Myers mask. You couldn't tell by looking at this fucking fragment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Some things last, some things don't last. Yeah. I'd love to know, like, where's the first Freddy glove? You know, where's where's the Beastmaster sword now? It could be sitting in somebody's basement. They're like, hey, it was my 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 uh, dad's. I don't know what the hell it is. It's just a fucking prop sword to me. But it could be yeah. like, you know, a, a million dollar item to a fan. Well, remember, we talked to Mark about that on the first the first conversation that we had with Mark Singer. Somebody stole that sword. I, I, I'm glad you remember things like this. I didn't remember you said that somebody stole the sword. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be in somebody's house, and they're just like, they probably don't even know it. 
probably got handed to them by the the thief probably got killed because he's a thief and he got shot in the act. And now the, the sword is just laying in somebody's house and just gets passed yeah. around. Anything yeah. Speaking like, of like this, this doesn't tie into anything. I just remembered this. This is a really cool story since this is like a random topic show. But speaking of like things that get handed down and passed around and like people don't know about stuff. Uh, when I worked for the guy that I used to work for, Jan, he had, he had a habit of uh, I'll probably cut his name out. <laughs> he had a habit of dumpster. You're diving. gonna cut his name out. I think he said his the name was Jan. I... Jan was it? Jan. You're gonna cut the name Jan out. The roofer in Temple, Pennsylvania, that I worked for for the last. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. All right, I I wanted to. So he had a habit of dumpster diving, like at, at job sites and stuff. Like we would get these, uh, like we would get jobs that there would be big dumpsters at, you know, and people would like come in the middle of night and and in the middle of the night and dump stuff, you know, like from Reading or wherever. Yeah. And he was working late one night at one of these jobs, and he saw a car pull up and throw stuff in this dumpster, and. He, he being being him went and looked to see what it was, and it he actually brought it home and it was really fucking cool. He still has it to this day. It was like all of these handwritten letters and a pardon from the governor of Pennsylvania from like the eighteen hundreds to this uh, Abraham Buzzard. And then if you look it up, if you look up Abraham Buzzard, he was a part of the Buzzard Gang. In Pennsylvania, like back in the 1800s, early 1900s, where they would like steal chickens. They were they were basically like Robin Hoods. They would steal chickens and give like stuff like that to the poor people around uh, our area in Pennsylvania. That's pretty cool. The, yeah. I love the name, the Buzzards. Yeah, <laughs> Abraham Buzzard and and like his his brothers. Actually, you know, Eastern State Penitentiary, where you wait, 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 wait. That's his actual name, not because yeah. they were buzzards going stealing the chickens. I thought they were calling themselves the buzzards because they were going and stealing the chickens. That's his no, actual his, name. Yeah, his real name was Abraham Buzzard. Amazing. So he had no <laughs> choice but to become a Robin Hood who who. Re- it's like if your last name is Hooker, you have no choice. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt your story. So uh, the Eastern State Penitentiary, you know where you've uh, you've taken photos down there in, in Philadelphia. I haven't done it there, but yeah, it's the big famous okay. prison in, in Philly that that was a haunted attraction for a while. Yeah, they uh, they the Buzzard Gang broke out of Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh no, they're on the loose. They could <laughs> be here. What? Yeah, how they break out? Flu? <laughs> Crack myself up. Yeah, but it, uh, it's really neat. He uh, he still has all that stuff. It's it's like handwritten letters from that he wrote to his mom or like family members and stuff. So you know, great example. Somebody threw that stuff away. They probably maybe bought a house that that stuff was left in the attic or something. You know, like why would you throw that stuff away? Like they obviously mm-hmm. didn't know what they had. I know I, we we talked about Paul. We talked about the paparazzi stuff that he was involved with in past episodes. But I remember when eBay first came out, there was a big problem with paparazzi going through the trash of famous people to try to get stuff to either sell on eBay or, you know, report news to TMZ. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you're you're, fucking weird. Maybe Jan. (laughs) It's like one of them. 
TMZ bastards. <laughs> good luck with the censoring. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> it's too good. I had to do it. <laughs> I've oh, seen on construction sites. I, I, very briefly, I worked on a construction site. And the dude that I got to, uh, <laughs> you want to see me on a construction site? Uh, the, the guy that I remember partnering up with for a minute was gone the next day. And, and they told me what he was doing was taking tools and throwing them in the dumpster during the day. And then at night, midnight, he would sneak back and he would get the tools out of the dumpster to take to like uh, Home Depot and say, hey, I don't need these anymore. They say, you have the receipt? He says, no. And they said, well, that's okay. We take it back for store credit. There's no problem. He takes that store credit and buys new tools and has all new tools. So I was like, nobody was thinking that, you know, and nobody's watching these guys. Yeah. Nobody has any security cameras. But then again, that was, that was 20 years ago. Nobody's got security. But nowadays th- that damn wise camera, you mentioned to me 30 bucks. I have yeah. four of them in my house. I mean, yeah. it's too cheap not to put cameras up everywhere. Right. So I I, I wonder if that shit's still happening. I don't know. Oh, dude, people I've, I've witnessed it. Like uh, I had to, uh, I think it was last year I had to meet other roofers to do some work on, on some roofs in California. And we were on a scissors lift in the front of the store, going to the back of the store and right through these double doors in the front of the store, both of them burst open. These two guys run out with two giant boxes, just down to the end of the parking lot. And like, that nobody's chasing after them. Nobody like they, they don't care anymore. Yeah, they don't. Well, I, I'm pretty sure the, the lower level employees sure don't care, but the companies no. don't care. They got insurance now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, shit. Have, I get problems with my credit card every once in a while. Somebody puts some, you know, gets my number and puts a thing on it. I don't worry. I know the bank's going to eat that. You know, so if insurance, if nobody worries and somebody else is going to take care of it, that's not a good way to manage a society. I mean, that's a bad mentality. I always heard the story about, uh, I don't know if this is true, but two dudes stole a, a canoe from like REI. And how did they do it? They just walked right out with it because nobody would think anybody would be crazy enough to try to steal a canoe in broad daylight. Walked yeah. right out with it. The only reason they got caught is because they went back the next day to try to steal the oars. <laughs> So it's a funny story. It could be a joke. I don't know. But I like oh to believe it's God. true. It really could happen. I mean, why wouldn't it? it? It totally will happen. People these days are just, they're just some ugly, corrupt, ugly humans. Ugly. Dude, tell me about it. I started listening to uh, these couple couple wrestlers uh, have recently started podcasts that I've been getting into. And uh, Kevin Nash, have, do you know who he is? He was in a him, bunch yeah. of movies. <laughs> he started one. And on his show... They do one because he does it from Florida and his partner on the show does it from New Jersey. So they do. um, uh, Is this a New Jersey man or Florida man? And they'll they'll name two real fucked up stories. (laughs) And Kevin has to guess which one's from Florida, and which one's from New Jersey. No, whichever one's got the shirt off. That's Florida. Yeah. Florida's. Yeah. You guys got some good stories down there. (laughs) I see that. There's a lot of Florida men out in Florida. What is a Florida man? What's your definition now that you're I'm out not, there? How do you? I'm not a Florida man. I can tell you that. No. All right, because you keep your shirt on. Well, I'm right now. I don't know if you can tell by my face, but we did get a little vacation time in last uh, this past weekend. We went to Amelia Island, and uh, I got burnt to a crisp. Yeah, you I look did a not keep my 
did not keep my shirt on. Oh, you sunburned all over? <laughs> oh, yeah. If I were there, I'm that asshole would slap you on the back of the shoulders. What's up, buddy? Yeah, buddy. And you get punched in the mouth. Yeah, I was always that kid. I don't know. I hate those kids now, but I was that kid. Like when I see those kids now, I'm like, you're a fucking asshole. I hate you. And I'm like, but you're just like me. Shit. Uh, you know what I always say? From the great movie Summer Rental but with John Candy. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a good base coat. Good base coat. It's a good base coat. <laughs> it is true. I, I hate wearing sunblock. I hate greasy shit on me, right? So I wouldn't wear sunblock and I'd get burned. I'd always be like, it's my base coat. Because like, I know that after I get this burn and get over it, I won't get burned again for the rest of the summer. That's how I used to yeah. So I'm, I, I'm with John Candy. I'm going to look good after this. Yeah, you're going to look good. But you got to keep out in the sun. Oh, well, that's not a problem. Being on the roof. Yeah. yeah. I guess you are closer to the sun than most people then. Yeah, buddy. All those fucking dunces walking on the ground. You're like, I'm up here, guys. Looking down at you <laughs> on the roof. On the roof. Losers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a scissor lift. What are you doing? Whatever a scissor lift is. It's been a fun showcase. I, I don't know if we talked a lot of pop culture today, but that's all right. What um, what else you got for us? That's all I got, buddy. Oh, all right. How long have we been talking for? I lost track. I have no idea. My my thing just says live eleven seconds. So yeah. that probably means we've talked for an hour and none of it recorded. <laughs> What do you mean it says live for – mine says live for four, 54 minutes, so okay. I'm pretty sure we have almost an hour show. All right, cool. I'm telling you, mine just popped up and says 30 seconds, 31. <laughs> oh, my God. What if it's all video – if you guys hear a podcast and it's just me talking to nobody, Casey, just release it. If that's how it comes out, just put it out that way with no explanation, and we will <laughs> never, ever talk about it. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. All right. Well, if they can hear you – you can give them the plugs. <laughs> plugs. Yes. We are a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. And uh, you can find everyone over at the den.show. Uh, the podcast of the month this month is The Return of the Living Flat. Kyle does uh, movie reviews, trailer reviews, unboxings, video game reviews, stuff like that. Mostly horror, all, all mostly horror stuff. Uh, so check him out. Uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Deluxe Edition Pod. Uh, you can find all of our other shows over at deluxeedition.show. We have t-shirts over at whatamaneuver.net. And uh, please vote for us at podcastawards.com. Uh, you can only vote until the 31st. So uh, this Sunday, today is the last day to, to vote. So please uh, go and vote podcastawards.com. We're in the people's choice and the TV and film category. So uh, the, the celebration or the, the whatever is in September, the, the show, the awards show. So hopefully we, if we win, do we get to go? I think, yeah, I think it's a, a live stream. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to no show. <laughs> that's a baller move man that's i'm too big for it because as you've told me at the beginning of the show we have fans now who care about yes yeah. oh I'm yeah now, i got uh, what, uh, what you got we got something else real quick yeah fans speaking of fans 
um, real quick. Uh, I forgot last week to mention a few of the franchises from our friends. Todd Deering, some of his franchises, Star Wars, Fast and Furious, 1 through 9. Karen Regal wrote Alien Movies. Dave Andrews wrote View Askew. This this was an interesting one. John Henderson, Moobies, Big Kahuna Burger, McDowell's, and Captain Hook's Fish and Chips. He went with uh, movie... Oh, yeah. Fan, no. uh, fake restaurants. Yeah, McDowell's yeah. is coming to America. Moobies is uh, in that uh, Jay Bob. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What were the others? Big Kahuna Burger. That was uh, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir yes. Dogs, all those. Yeah. Captain Hook's Fish and Chips. What's that from? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Uh, Michael Ortiz, Friday the 13th, Back to the Future, Star Trek, Superman, Lord of the Rings, yeah. Terry Feldman, Star Trek, Mission Impossible, Lord of the Rings, and National Treasure. So I forgot to mention those last week. They came in after we recorded. So, Well, I would rule on those. They're all accurate, except for the guy who said Aliens. Have you seen Aliens 3 and all the ones that came after it? God damn, they are terrible. But Alien and Aliens are so good, but the others, oh. It's still a franchise, and you can't take take that away from him. Well, wasn't it the best franchises? <laughs> <laughs> All right, he can have his Aliens. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. All right. All right. Let's close it up. Thank you, everybody. You'll see us again. We're, we're back on regular schedule, right, Casey? We're, yes, sir. We're filming on the road if we got it, no matter what. Yes, sir. Because we have fans now. Oh, you can't <laughs> sign off if the podcasters don't know what this means. <laughs> That'll be your Goodbye. new podcaster sign off. It'll be like giving the finger. It'll be like, oh, who comes by? <laughs> it's just silence. We are terrible broadcasters. We have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> Is the show over or what? <laughs> <laughs>